You're listening to the Go Ministries International Podcast, where you're going to hear the truth of the Word of God, wild, relevant, and powerful for your journey in today's world. You know, thinking about this uh, this season that we're in right now, and um, the upcoming turn of the year, which is the turn of a decade, you know, and um, it's so amazing what God does because he was the one that set seasons into place. Yeah, you can bring that out. Thank you. Um, and God is so, he's, he just takes such good care of us, um, even when we don't realize what things are for our benefit that he's done. But um, at the very beginning of his word, the very beginning, um, he sets seasons into motion. Before he created man, he created seasons. And the Bible says that um, in my first page here. Um, (laughs) Verse 3 says, And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw that the light was good, suitable, pleasant. Sorry. And he approved it. And God separated the light from the darkness. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning. One day. And then down... In verse 14, and God said, let there be lights in the expanse of the heavens to separate the day from the night. It's even interesting that he, he does it twice. Like he, like he separates day and night, and then he even goes into, um, let there be lights in the expanse of the heavens to separate the day from the night, and let them be signs and tokens of God's provident care and to mark seasons, days, and years. So in the, literally in the very beginning, right after God said, let there be light, he's going into, he's prepared seasons for us and he's prepared days and years for us. And a lot of times we think that time is against us because, we're always like racing against the clock to get somewhere like our most common phrase concerning time is I don't have enough time or I'm running out of time I I don't have time for that and so we always feel like it's like we're kind of up against time as it's this opposition and God goes I created time to serve you And so time serves us. God created time to serve us. In his goodness, he he carved out time in in eternity. And that's exactly what he was doing right there. In eternity, he carves out this chunk, you know, and we know it as time. and, And, but he did that for us because 
you can't just because God is so awesome in this and how he created things and how created things have a process that has to be developed and the the longer that it has to develop um, the greater and the greater that becomes and um, you know just like I, I was this kind of hit me one day when I was actually on the treadmill um, and just you know you're running 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 and spending a lot of time on the treadmill and you have to in order um, to if you want to go a certain distance you have to put in the time in order to accomplish that distance just because I want to go 13 miles doesn't mean I can go 13 miles in 13 minutes no it takes a lot of time to cover that amount of ground and as I was running there and I'm like I couldn't accomplish my goal I couldn't accomplish what I was doing without time being in its place and as I'm running time is serving me it is helping me accomplish that which is in my heart to do it's time is helping me accomplish that and um, and a lot of times we, we fight against the time um, but I love this part of the season because not only do we have Christmas but uh, New Year's is uh, it really is one of the greatest holidays I, because the entire world celebrates a new beginning. And even if they don't understand why, it's inside of everybody's DNA, that fresh start, a new year, no matter what happened last year, a new year, it's a, a new year, a new me, I'm stepping into it. And God was the one that put that in place for us. He said, I've given you a new day. His mercy is new every day. Thank you. God thank God that we have a reset every 24 hours where we don't have to just live in one continuous thing but he set those seasons in place the short ones and the long ones and so I want you guys to recognize we are going into a new season we're going into a new place um, there is um, I think it's it's in either the Samuel's or um, Chronicles, but where it's talking about uh, David's mighty men, and you know, there's the ones that are mighty with the arrows, and there's ones that were mighty with the spears, and ones that were mighty at battle and this, and they could, you know, all of these great men of war that had come to David, uh, destitute and just in shambles. Um, and David trained them up and they became this mighty army. But along with those mighty men of valor, um, it says that some of his men had an understanding of the times. That was, that was their skill set, was an understanding of the times and the seasons that they were in. And so uh, that is important for us to have an understanding of the time that we're living in, not only just in our life, not only just in go, uh, but then also, I mean, we're right on the brink. We're right on the brink, you know, and um, we've talked about this before, but um, 
you know, when the Bible says in the last days this and in the last days that, and it's like, when is the last days? I've been hearing that forever. And, um, you know, but tomorrow hasn't happened yet. And so it is the last day. It is the last day. And it's Jesus could come right now, you know, and, um, well, not quite yet because there's still people that need to be reached, but it is the last, it is the last time. And, you know, there's all of these signs and, and things that will, you know, lead up to that. And, but the greatest of them all, you know, a lot of times, and, and I think this way too, and, and I'm always, you know, reading Matthew 24 and, and Jesus is talking about the seasons and what's going to happen before he comes. And so all of those different things and wars and rumors of wars, you know, all of that. And we see that happening in the nations. But the greatest sign of his coming and what he said would happen in the last days. And it shall come to pass in the last days. God declares that I will pour out my spirit upon all mankind. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, telling forth the divine counsels. And your young men shall see visions, divinely granted appearances. And your old men shall dream divinely suggested dreams. Yes, and on my men servants and also on my maid servants. In those days I will pour out of my spirit. And they shall prophesy, telling forth the divine counsels and predicting future events pertaining especially to God's kingdom. And those days are these days. And those people are us. There is no future, you know, there is no future. Oh, that's talking about those guys, you know, down the line. No, God's saying in the last days, it is the last day. This is us. This is you. And God's saying, come up, come up to that place. Come up to that place. Oh, there's so much more, so much more than just where we've been living at. And this morning as I was just praying about chapel all I could hear on the inside of me this was the only thing was come up come up come up come up come up and um, and just um, Reagan could you put up that mountain background you know he's just saying come come up to the high places come up with me in that place, you know, and if, I don't know if you've ever had a chance to go to the mountains, um, and the Bible talks a lot about the mountains, and um, almost always in connection to, uh, that's where God inhabits, um, and, and Mount Zion and that, but, um, you know, if you've ever been to the summit of a peak before, and you get up there, you know, and it, it, it takes, it's a trek to get up there, and um, and you get up there and all of a sudden you can just see, you see a whole new perspective. Not only do you see outwardly a whole new perspective, but inwardly there's an expanse that happens when you get up higher and you start and, and you surround yourself with the big places. Surround yourself in the, in the big, like God, you are so much bigger than where I have been. 
what do you have for 2020? What do you have for this year? What do you have for me? It's, it's God, I, I want to step up into that place and, and, and see farther beyond where I've just been seeing right here. You know, maybe I've just been seeing the, the lowlands and seeing the, the valleys or seeing whatever, and God's going, come up, come up. And it just expands. Even when you just look at mountains, mountains it just expands something on the inside of you going, oh, yeah, like that's, that's what I was created for was that expansive place, that, that just, that peak, that, that place, you know, and, um, uh, I, I definitely admire, you know, all the people that, um, try to climb Mount Everest and all of that. And Paul thinks it's stupid. Um, but, um, you know, if I ever had the opportunity, I would try for sure. But, um, it, it, and why do people want to do that? They want to get to the highest place that is on planet Earth. You know, and we want to get, it's just this goal and this drive on the inside to get up, you know, and, and to see, you know, and just to go, I conquered it. You know, I'm, I'm up here. Like, and it just, it just does something in you. And, and God is saying, now's the time to come up. You know, we can't. When God is opening uh, and we're transitioning into this new season and a, a new year, um, you don't want to be in a new season with an old mindset or an old place of this is where I'm at and no, don't let it pass you. This is um, spiritually. I'm saying not just not just you know because it's January's coming up. I'm saying spiritually, um, there is a place right now where you have the opportunity to step into um, what God is calling you to do, and not just what He's calling you to do, but who He's called you to be, and what He's called you to see. You can see farther, you know, and He's calling you to those places. And so don't. Um, don't miss out on that opportunity um, with the, uh, the busyness of the season um, or just of all the different things that we have going on. God is continually, he's going, come up, come up, come up to my mountaintop, come up with me, come up with me. And, um, you know, like it says in, in, in uh, Romans 13, and it says, uh, this is, it says, besides this, you know uh, what a critical hour this is, you know, and, and it is a critical hour for us to step into that place. And there's, there's things that he's speaking to you right now, um, things that he already has been speaking to you, and he's reminding of you of them right now, you know, dreams, visions, desires, things that you would, if you told somebody, they go, you're crazy. And, but those things he's reminding of you, he's reminding you right now of those things going, that's from me. That's from me. Come up to that place. Come up, come up, come up. You know, and it's, uh, you know, and even he's speaking, so he's speaking to those dreams and those visions, but he's also speaking to the places on the inside of you that may be dormant and may just be uh, closed off. 
to him or maybe they're just maybe they maybe it's a, a spot uh, in your life that just feels dead altogether and Jesus is not intimidated by that and just as he spoke to Lazarus and said what do you say Lazarus come out you know and so he's saying that um, to your dreams but he's also saying that to those the dead places going come out come out of that come up you know like come on and went in and, and grabbed and, and spoke life into his spirit man which brought life into his body which brought him out of that tomb you know and, and um and so he's saying that this morning he's saying come out come up come up you know if there's a place that you're stuck he's saying come up and he's he's not just saying it he's grabbing your hand and he's pulling you up and um we have the greatest opportunity before us and um you know and, and when things like i was saying before when things take time to develop and the longer something develops you know the better it's gonna be it's like alicia it's like a good marinade you know the longer it's on there um it just tastes good you know and and and, and um but god's god's going you guys are at the end of everything that I have put in place, all of the, the ones that have gone before you, the times and the seasons that I put before you. And he, but he's saying, I've placed you guys at the end. I've placed you guys right here, right where I want you. And there's nobody else that I would rather have in these last days than you. Because otherwise they would be here and he would have created them and, and they would have, you know, George Washington would be here instead of 250 years ago, but he didn't. So when you realize that and you realize like, oh, like I'm called, I literally am called for such a time as this. And, you know, we read the stories and we, um, you know, and, and Hebrews 11, and we read about the heroes of faith, and we read about all of these people. And you know what? I'm just going to go there. You know, and every single one of them, I mean, their lives literally defined by faith. And how not only their lives, but the reason they're in here is because they impacted their generation. It wasn't just like Moses lived a life of faith and nobody knew about it. You know, like, like he literally changed the entire course of human history at that point in time, you know? And so every single one of these people, um, their lives defined by faith totally changed their generation. And and then verse 40, because God had us in mind and had something better and greater in view for us. So through all of this, the Bible says, as, as much as awesome as they were, as much as God was moved by their faith and loved their faith, God said, he had us in mind and had something better and greater in view for us, higher. 
so that these heroes and heroines of faith should not come to perfection apart from us before we could join them. Therefore then, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses. So he's saying, he goes, they're all, you know, if you've ever been in a stadium, in, in a in a a rival game or a, a packed game, you know, where the, the anticipation and the hype and you can just like, your team has to win or you're gonna die. Like that's how you feel, you know, and, and you're in the, if you've never experienced the crowd of energy um, that happens in a situation like that. And he's, he's saying, he's like, it's a sold out crowd. It's a sold out crowd. They're all here, they're all here. And you are the ones going out onto the field with the fire coming up, you know, all that. And he's saying, um, so let us strip off and throw aside every encumbrance, unnecessary weight and that sin which so readily clings to and entangles us and let us run with patient endurance and steady and active persistence the appointed course of the race that is set before us he goes oh he's like you it's right here it's right here i've set it up for you you're the ones at the gate you're the ones at the starting line you know and, and um he's literally primed all of human history for you to step into that place and get ready to run. He's primed it. He's primed it. He goes, there's nobody else I want in this race besides these ones right here. I've called these ones for this race right now to run at the end, you know, and uh, oh man, when you, when you think about that, you know, the Message Bible talks, it literally, when you think about that and you think about Jesus, uh, this next verse here, looking, looking away from all that will distract and looking to Jesus, who is the leader and the source of our faith, giving the first incentive for our belief and also its finisher, bringing it to maturity and perfection. And a lot of times with that finishing, with that finisher, we think finishing is like this place in the future. And it is for us because we're locked into time, which is consecutive, but God is not. And so he has already finished everything that is going to happen. Everything that you get, everything you got on the cross, it's already been finished. So all of those heroes of faith, they looked forward because Jesus hadn't come yet. They were looking, looking for the promise, looking for the promise like, okay, it's, it's off, Jesus is coming, it's out there. But we, because it's already finished, we get to look back and go, it's done. And I take what's already been done and I live in that. I'm pulling from what's already been done. I'm not pulling, faith doesn't just pull from this like um, random, vague, you know, mystery box of the future out there. Like, you know, oh, like, let's just, I'm just gonna put my faith in the future. Like, no, we get to put our faith in what has already been done. Your finances, it's already been done your healing it's already been done it's not this thing that's out here that I that I am, am 
trying to get at. It's going, no, Jesus already did it. I have it, and I'm walking into my future with it. And that is how he set us in that place. You know, we get to be in that place. And so we're like, okay, oh, all right, I already got everything I need, okay. I already got my shoes, I already got, okay, I'm going, here I go, you know. And he's like, he's, I've made you ready, and I've called you for such a time as this. So, all of that being said, this month leading up to New Year's Eve, be attentive to those dreams and the visions that God is calling you to. Don't just bypass the season, you know, oh, it's the holidays, it's Christmas, you know, don't bypass that. Um, be so attentive inwardly, God, who have you called me to be in this season? Who have you called me to be in 2020? Who have you called me to be in? Um, he is the only one that can develop that in you. Um, you know, a lot of people set goals and things like that, which is the right thing to do. That is what we should do. But those inward, inward things, he's the one that develops that. And like I said, you don't want to step into that new season with an old mentality or an old mindset of, of just who you are and your identity. Um, God wants to develop that for 2020 and develop you in that. It's not just about what you're going to do. Um, what, you're, what you do, you know, is that's shallow in comparison to who he's called you to be. And he's called you, um, he's, he's calling us up to that place and he's called you to, to be a new person. The Bible says that old things pass away. Behold, I have created all things new. So even if you had the best year of your life, and I hope you did, um, the best year of your life and 2019 was a, a, you know, look back on it and go, okay, God, show me those victories. What were the victories? What were the areas that, you know, um, needed more help? Um, what were the losses, you know, and, and go back and let him speak to you about those things, you know, have an understanding of the time. And, um, and he's gonna speak those things to you, but no matter how good, how bad, whatever, however your year was, he goes, I've got more, come up more. There's more, there's more, there's more, there's greater, you know? And so never stop uh, desiring and hungering after what he has for us. You know, how sad would it be to get to heaven 
and to realize all that we could have had, all that we could have experienced, everything that we could have done, everything that the, the person of character that we could have been. And we get up to heaven and we see God's master path for us and go, oh, I only got, you know, two steps into that. And I thought that was the greatest thing in the whole world. Oh, he's going, there's more, there's more. You know, you think this is good? It's even better than this. And so um, anyways, I just wanted to challenge you guys because God was challenging me in this time, uh, no matter how good or how bad it's been, there's more. Let's go, let's go to that place. And so Father, thank you for continuing to call us up higher. Thank you, Father, that you did not uh, create a boring life for us, but you always have something more in store for us. Father, you always have uh, growth ahead of us and prepared for us. And, and uh, Father, truly, you, this phrase is not a worldly phrase. Father, this comes, this comes from you, Father, but the best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. It is, it is. It is that season, this season that you have us stepping into, Father. And so we yield to you. We yield to your, your work on the inside of us, your, um, your skillful physician's work in every part of our hearts, our lives, our, our character, our minds, Father. Thank you for this time. Thank you for the gift of time. Thank you for the gift of this season. Father, and we're so excited to step into who you have called us to be for 2020. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for tuning in to the Go Ministries International Podcast. For more information, go to goministries.net and follow us on social media to get more content like this straight to your phone. Remember, no matter what you've done or where you're at in life, you're lovable, valuable, capable, and redeemable.